Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Perhaps you recognize me. It's your favorite president. <laughs> Love it. Tomorrow, by the way, tomorrow, come here tomorrow. We're going to be talking about the 25th Amendment, but not to take attention away from the subject we have now. What? 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 what, what? what is? Who was that old hag? And what was she talking about? <laughs> that was a bemasked uh, Nancy Pelosi. Um, she was asked a good question. Good morning. Yes. Hi. Good morning. Uh, she it's was asked Sunday a question morning. about the the current status of uh, stimulus talks, uh, relief bills, or uh, I don't know what the proper phrasing is. Uh, and then she sh- oh, okay, snuck gotcha. in there. Like, I'm, I'm not going to take away from what we're talking about here today, but tomorrow, that's a good tease. We're in the radio business. We know a good tease when we hear one. Sure. Okay, gotcha. So both parties, Trump and Pelosi, have both apparently decided that Either we can't come to an agreement or it's just better for us to have the issue and hope the other side gets blamed for it. Clearly. On the stimulus package. And so she's going to try to cover that up so people don't get mad with, hey, I'm running out of money. You can do something. Uh, with We're going to look into the 25th Amendment for removing the president. Is that what she's talking about? That's what the 25th Amendment yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. But is she claiming that there's like a serious meeting among the top people to have him removed? With well, well, He's going to be, he's, the likelihood is he loses here in a couple of weeks. So Tomorrow, by the way, tomorrow, come here tomorrow. 
we're going to be talking about the 25th Amendment, what but not to take attention about? away from the subject we have now. You old nut words. What? Words. what? The 25th Amendment? I just... Where you have to, how does that work? You got to have like two thirds of cabinet members or something have to say he's incapacitated. No, the or vice president convenes a wrestling tournament. <laughs> Round robin. With a fly on his head. Double, Double or single elimination? Double, obviously. Okay. It's the Constitution. Right. Oh, yeah. Coming up, uh, it has been confirmed that the fly on Mike Pence's head during the debate was either a Chinese communist drone or evidence that Satan was in the room. We have authoritative commentators. So did Trump say or tweet that he is a perfect physical specimen? He says he beat COVID-19 because he's a perfect physical specimen. Um, I don't know. I am unfamiliar with that phrase. To which Nancy Pelosi replied today, the plan isn't for the president to say that he's a perfect physical specimen and young. He said he was young. His disassociation from reality would be funny if it wasn't so deadly. This is an 80-year-old. Back and forth between you two ancient people. (laughs) Just listen. Why don't you use the shuffleboard court first, then let him use it in an hour? Can you quit screaming at each other, please? Morbidly obese, they say. Once in a while, for whatever reason, I get in the mood that I want to take in politics as a student of politics. You know, I, I try to divorce myself from from any sort of give a damn, and I just take it in. I'm like, like I'm a uh, I'm a major league baseball scout, and I'm going to see a college game. I'm not screaming "Go State, Go State." I'm just watching how it's played. The problem I have with that, and I've had this with like watching sports that way too. If I don't have a rooting interest, it's hard for me to to figure out why I'm watching. Yes, I like and and I can do that with politics, where I'm okay. I'm going to be a disinterested observer. Because a lot of people are full of crap and saying stuff that's not true and everything like that. But then I think, well, why am I even doing this? There's better things I could do with my life, unless I have a side to root for. And, right. And, you know. And well, you're getting ahead of me because I I was absolutely rooting for Mike Pence, but I'm cynical enough, and I've been doing this long enough that I'm just I'm not that whipped up, especially for a Veep debate. My expectations were set very very low. Uh, but I will tell you this, having sat there like a uh, pro scout in the stands observing it, politics is so light on truth, it's so heavy on bullcrap, the evasions, the half-truths, the repeating lies that have been debunked over and over again, it's, it's hard to imagine there's not a better way to run a government. It was just discouraging. I was I was trying to watch it through the eyes of someone who's not immersed in this stuff. Meanwhile, like I was the guy who does know what's going on with my arm around that person saying, oh, here's the problem with that. Here's what And I would have been jabbering the entire time trying to fill in blanks or, or point out that, uh, yeah, yeah, that's actually been debunked over and over again. Or, yeah, they're just saying that to cover this for that. And it's just it. I found it discouraging. And as usual, I returned to my home base, which is. The idea, it's a fantasy. It's worse than a fantasy. It's a delusion that an informed populace that understands policy, that can't be fooled by false characters, that uh, understands the Constitution, the limits, and the rest of it, is going to show up at the polls and cast a learned ballot to elect the, the, the right folks to lead us. In. No, it's just it's it's a bunch of lies and half lies trying to confuse people into voting on your side. And it's just discouraging. 
It was mildly entertaining at times. But in, in kind of that, like, watching Big Brother way or one of those reality shows where everybody's super annoying, like The Bachelor. It's like watching The Bachelor. Watching skanks throw themselves at some handsome guy who's got a half-empty head, too. It, it had a, v- a flavor of that to me last night. It left me sad. The media is all in on COVID being the biggest topic in America. Um, that's what they keep claiming. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Uh, I do think be there's, terrified. There's the the right left divide on the way you look at all things um, from uh, Thomas Sowell's book, A Conflict of Visions. And the more left you lean, the more you believe that government can control things, can or mankind can, and can reform humanity. And anything that goes wrong is a failure of government. And if it's not fixed yet, it's because government hasn't fixed it yet. Whereas I think if you lean right, you realize all kinds of bad crap happens. The government has no control over, and the government can't fix it. And it's just going to run its course. I, 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 I tend to be more of, I don't know. I'm not blaming anybody for this friggin' disease as much as, uh, as the media seems to be. Right. Um, right. Well. I, I am blaming the government for not letting my kids go to school or a business be open. Well, and I'm working very hard to neither be foolhardy nor terrified because that's the way my candidate swings. I find that just idiotic. This is your actual life. I mentioned the other day, there's this musician I admire. He tweets a lot. He's talking about how he hasn't hugged anybody for nine months and his children are miserable. You're a nut job, And I'm then. thinking, you, you're you crazy. Go hug somebody. Get your kids a play date for God, right now. Right now. Hang up on me right now and do this stuff. But he's part of that cabal of super progressives, happens to be in the Portland area, who've got to signal their hatred of Trump through terror of the vid. Cornova. The Cornova virus. So one of the big news stories of the day is the debate commission announced that next week's debate is going to be virtual. I'm not exactly okay. I get it. Fine. I'm not exactly sure what that means. Split screen. You talk. Now you talk. Simple Uh, Zoom meeting. Trump then announced that he will not participate in that Uh uh, style of debate. Um, I guess because he doesn't feel like he'd be able to uh, jump in when he wants to. Um, that is one of his talents. It was overused the last debate, but he used it to great effect with Hillary. You know, his quick interjections and that sort of right. stuff. Mm-hmm. And that is a skill he's got. And, um, but I do think letting, letting Biden talk and meander for 90 minutes would be awesome. I do too. I, uh, Trump often reacts from his gut quickly and then, uh, walks it back. Happens all the time. I'm going to be watching throughout the day today to see if he walks any of that back because if I'm Mark Meadows or, you know, some of the people he trusts, uh, Lindsey Graham, who's in a fight for his life in South Carolina, by oh, the way. Yeah, uh, he may actually lose. Speaking. How huge will that be? Oh, it'd be enormous. Guy that's going to the guy that's going to run the committee to get a Supreme Court justice on here, like in a couple of days. Yeah, might be out of the Senate in a couple of weeks. Well, lame duck. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, that would be astounding. But uh, somebody who he trusts has got to get in his ear and say, look, we've, we've got to move the needle. We are behind. Seriously, the polls are right. We are behind. We don't want a bye week. We need to win. So here's our strategy. We can make a, a, a virtual debate work for us because I believe he can. Um, and I'm hoping 
Trump just jerked his knee and, and his advisors get uh, get in his ear. Well, I'm staying. He's with, got to turn around Pennsylvania now before more people vote. I'm staying with my analysis. Trump loses. I'm sad. Republicans lose the Senate. I'm scared. Agreed. That's the difference in the way I'm going to take uh, the day after Election Day. Yeah. America could be jerked so hard, so fast leftward. And w- with devastating effects, I believe. Uh, um, but- a number of things we need to get to. Uh, movie theaters may become extinct, warns one director, and I think there's a real decent chance of that. If your man has a deep, sexy voice, better chance he's going to cheat on you. Oh, my. It's just lies, baby. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) She's my secretary. I'm as true and blue as the sun in the sky. Show me the methodology of that survey, baby. I won't stray. (laughs) Why don't you come here and sit on my lap? I'll I'll give you my answers personally. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, All that stuff on the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. With regard to banning fracking, I just recommend that people look at the record. You yourself said repeatedly that you would ban fracking. You were the first Senate co-sponsor of the Green New Deal. And while Joe Biden denied the Green New Deal, Susan, thank you for pointing out the Green New Deal is on their campaign website. And as USA Today said, it's essentially the same plan as you co-sponsored with AOC when she submitted it in the Senate. You have Donald Trump, who's in court right now, trying to get rid of Thank you, trying Harris. to get rid of the Affordable Care Act, which means that you will lose protections if you have pre-existing conditions. And I just this is very important, Susan. Yes, and it's important. But we need to give we need to give Vice President. I, I just like to, he interrupted me, and I'd like to just finish, please. So, if you have a pre-existing oh, condition, sorry, heart disease, diabetes, breast cancer, they're coming for you. If you love- oh, God, the pauses. The pauses. Um, Pence did not state simply and unequivocally, we are absolutely going to protect people with pre-existing conditions, as we've said a thousand times. He just kind of let it go. Yeah. I- which was a huge... I mean, that was the goalie was waving at his girlfriend in the stands, <laughs> and a guy just popped the puck in without even trying. That was a huge whiff. Yeah. Really disappointing. Um, a different topic. Uh, in a piece for New York Magazine right now, Jonathan Chait has got the impacts of the public school closures all across America. If my name is Jonathan Chait, I name my column Chait Speech. Uh, and we talk about this topic a lot. This closing down schools is a huge deal. Oh, well, yeah. Lost it's t- the number one issue in America for for families with children, isn't it? Oh, without a doubt. Right. Without a doubt. Didn't hear that discussed, the wisdom of it last night. The children's mental health. The crappy learning. Didn't come up. Yeah. It's funny. Lost opportunities for academic and social development, damage to future earnings, and the need for otherwise working parents to stay home and care for their children. Primary education has been functionally privatized on a mass scale, he writes. The sink or swim result has been predictable. Affluent families have been able to adapt, but poor and middle-class households are left scrambling. The damage, would, the damage we are occurring, 
This is a good sentence. I should go ahead and read it correctly. Perhaps if you'd learned to read, we'd we'd all be better off. That's right. I got your words straight, Jack. Yeah. I missed three years of school during the swine flu pandemic. <laughs> the damage we are incurring now with children will haunt us for generations. I hope not. I Multi-generation could, haunting? I could believe it. I mean, we hired a tutor for my kid for last year, and I got him into a school this year where he's in class. Right. If I couldn't have done either one of those, and I'm doing a whole year of basically no school, I can't imagine. Right, which is the story for most poor American kids, says the teacher's union. And we'll occasionally get an email from kids. Hey, uh, from teachers, rather. Would you want to go into a crowded classroom full of kids? You know, uh, at my age, with my health, I think I'd probably be okay with it. I'd be nervous about it, though. I would take every possible precaution. Um, as far as I know, there's a couple local private schools where every teacher is there. Yeah, nobody's dying. I mean, if NPR can find a teacher that croaked somewhere, God bless them, I don't mean to take it lightly, you will hear about that from Maine to Albuquerque and all points in between. You will not hear a single blanking sentence about the millions of kids who are attending private schools right now, and everybody seems to be fine. It's just, it's the nature of A, clickonomics, and B, the liberal media. That's right. <laughs> that's I my transition. That's a transition. Do women actually prefer a guy with a low voice? I think it's uh, subconscious. Is it usually attached to genitalia size or anything like that? Or? What the hell? I haven't done the research. Hey, Sean, make a note. We're going to start rehearsing the show before we do it. I think that's so, a great idea. So we can, uh, I'm going to strike that line out of the script. I'm just wondering if there's any reason for it. Just general manliness. Because you have a Fertility, lower Fertility, uh, strength, ability to protect. They did a study that's been published in the journal Personality and Individual Differences. This is real. This is not, oftentimes these things are kind of crap, like Cosmopolitan says or whatever. No, this is. BuzzFeed, the well-known cat blog. If your man has a deep, sexy voice, he might. it's more likely he will cheat on you. I'm sorry to hear that. Females largely find lower acoustics more arousing, oh, yeah. masculine-sounding. Uh, but masculine-sounding men are more likely to gauge, engage in an infidelity than feminine-sounding men, the research shows. Well, I think it's an oversimplification, but it has been said that men are as faithful as their opportunities. Again, that is insulting and implies that men cannot be moral, faithful, and, and, and good human beings. And it's just but not true based on so much evidence that I have from people I know. But Yeah, but the temptation leadeth into f- nasty stuff, too. Uh, pitch and promiscuity are um, very clearly linked, they say. Pitch and promiscuity. Yeah. The lower uh. the pitch of your voice, the more the promiscuity. You're saying it's because they attract more women. Yeah, roughly, sort of. Yeah, I think the more attractive you are, the more likely you are to have those opportunities. Having thought about it for 11 seconds, yes, this is my conclusion. Mm. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Chris, you got a bit of a thing going. So. Hey! Rabbit, rabbit, you tat, want, tat, tat. want a game with me? Huh? Do you? What do you say, baby? I'm a really good provider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, Jack's just feeling insecure, everybody. He's having a moment. It's cool, though. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Me and my partner, we're fundraising for Covina High School football. And we're we're working really hard, sir. Yeah, uh, actually, that's funny you bring that up because I know for a fact uh, you guys don't go to Covina because I teach there. Huh? I know for a fact you're, you're not working with Covina High School. Uh, but I play running back position, sir. Uh, you have uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a football coach there at Covina. Oh, really? Yeah. Scammers going door-to-door in L.A. trying to raise money for Covina High School. Wait a minute. You're telling me some of those kids that are outside the grocery store that say, would you like to donate money for youth sports? For underprivileged youth? Are scammers? Going door-to-door? Money for underprivileged youth? Which to get them off drugs or whatever you're into? Which obviously really sucks if you've ever had your... My kid was supposed to go door-to-door. We didn't. Uh, like a week ago, selling cookie dough or something. I bought some for the family and called it good. <laughs> Between our hectic lives and COVID and everything else going on, I didn't send him door to door selling cookies for the school. But you know, I'm not uh, I'm not drinking these days. A little uh, cleaning out the system, a little self discipline, a little weight loss. The rest of it. You wave a glass of bourbon at me, I'm fine. I told you I'm not drinking. 
You wave cookie dough under my nose? Oh, please, like a hungry dog. Oh, hey, oh look, the cookie dough's gone. And I'm a grown man, a grown-ass man, as they say. <laughs> Why has it got such power over me? Um. Uh, so the news of the day, there is a, there's a debate between the presidential candidates next week. Trump and Biden, well, they, uh, they announced it was going to be a virtual debate. Then Trump said, well, I'm not going to do a virtual debate. Um, so I'm not going to show up. And now the Biden campaign has called to reschedule the debate um, for later, I guess. So whatever. We'll see how this turns out. What I uh, well, I understand sometimes you can't wait till last minute to reschedule something. Uh, given the president's apparently uh, rosy health, I don't understand why they changed it at all. I mean, it's not like he's going to be giving off virus or anything like that. Right. I don't, I don't get it. Um, I, I An excess think... of caution. Okay. Um, We're a cautious people, right? Do you remember when we used to be a brave and exploring people, a chance, an innovative people, a chance taking people? Good times. So my uh, gecko escaped, my son's gecko. I, if I didn't have kids, I, I would not own a gecko. Um, but been trying to find it. Got this text. When I was a child, I had a pet hamster that would constantly escape. We would spend days trying to find him until my mother came up with a solution. We knew he was craving water, so she filled a bottle cap with water and placed one drop of vodka in the cap. We would usually find him passed out drunk in the bathroom or hallway, then scoop him up and put him back in his cage. With some Tylenol. The poor guy just wanted his freedom. And a but, breakfast burrito. Right. The poor guy just wanted his freedom, but after a night of drinking, he'd always end up in prison. <laughs> I'm just drunk. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah, probably freshen up his, his chips, too, if you know what I mean. He may need to make a couple Man, of every time I drink, I end up in a cage with bars. <laughs> i got to reassess. When will I learn? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, this is breaking news. The FBI says uh, a Michigan militia was plotting to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan. Oh, no. This doesn't help really, oh. really anything. Do you realize, guys, now every conservative in America is going to have to answer for you numbskulls for the next six weeks? Well, you have violence on the right, too. Antifa's not the problem. Uh, Kidnapping militias are the problem, Jim. I was looking at the video. So there was a video from Portland where there was a um, uh, a right-wing protest yesterday, and Antifa showed up and started beating on people, including the video I was watching of them uh, grabbing this woman. There's a woman of color, by the way, who yeah. had an American flag, grabbed her by the hair and drug her to the ground. Yeah, That's yanked her to the ground by her hair. Then last night, while the debate was taking place, where was the debate? Wherever it was. Um, on the streets in that very town, uh, Black Lives Matter was downtown smashing the windows out of buildings. Salt Lake City? Wow. Was it in Salt Lake City? The That's where the substance? debate was. Okay, yeah. then it must not have been in that, that city. That I was misled by the tweet. Mm, I just mis- watched what? the video. That's not the Twitter I oh, know. Oh, it meant, I, I just, I misunderstood it. With the debate going on, for some reason I jumped to the conclusion it was the same city. It doesn't oh, okay. have to be the yeah. same city. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's a, the same country, Jack. By um, golly, the U.S. of A. I guess, and probably to make the point Got that no coverage. That's funny. Though. While the debate is happening, there are cities where windows are being smashed out, and that, for some reason, was not a topic last But night. it's mostly peaceful. I have the bat. That's peaceful. I bring it behind me. That's peaceful. I bring it forward. That's peaceful. Then for a split second, it smashes your skull. 
That part's not peaceful, but it was mostly peaceful. But this gives the uh, the other side the chance to say, look at these militias. The FBI says the number one threat is white supremacy, etc., etc. Six men were arrested and accused of plotting with a militia group to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan. Then what are you going to do? Oh, for the love of all that is ridiculous. The men, some of <sighs> whom the FBI says had discussed overthrowing the government, had been discussing taking Ms. Whitmer, a Democrat, hostage since at least last summer, and which makes me wonder do. a little bit. I need so, average weight and length of beard. No offense to the bearded. I've sported a beard myself through my life. My sainted father has a beard. Uh, but they'd been talking about this since last summer. I always felt this way about the, this. So, so, so I have some credibility on this. I often wondered about this with the Muslim extremists. Some numbnut idiot lives in his mom's basement, says a couple of things, and then the FBI introduces to him an opportunity. Right. And he goes a little for a couple further down the line. And hey, have you ever thought of planting a bomb? And then you arrest him and say we bust a, you know, a terrorist plot. Is that really what happened or not? Or I don't know. I don't actually know, but I'm not sure. So these guys haven't been discussing it since last summer. Yeah, Are they just idiots? Were they ever going to actually do anything? How serious was it? I discussed things with my friend. I wouldn't do uh, my friends that I wouldn't do in a million years. Or is the FBI, who is full of people who hate Trump and don't like him uh, not going along with the biggest threat to America's white supremacy, you know, looking for these people and bringing them forward now? I don't know. Just throwing it out there. I have a reason to, to be this skeptical, don't I? Based on the text and information that's come out about the FBI in the last couple of years. Yeah, well, as an American, you ought to always be skeptical about the power of government. But I will tell you this. I am uh, very sympathetic to a couple of movements that I have uh, been at gatherings for like-minded people. And about 10% of the crowd really freaks me out. <laughs> oh, yeah. People who want to do this, you're just you're complete idiots. Several of the men had talked about creating a society in which they could be self-sufficient. And one said he wanted 200 men to storm the state house in Lansing, Michigan. You're going to need how, more. That's, you're going to be self-sufficient in a federal prison cell. Your ability to think things out seems to be a tad stunted. The men Numbnut. I'm pro-freedom. I'm pro-liberty. I'm pro the government getting the hell out of our hair. But you got to have a plan. The men gathered over the summer for firearms training, combat drills, and tried to make explosives. I'm sure those were not. Give me footage of yeah, your no combat kidding. drills. No kidding. Oh, boy. Sure, that wasn't hilarious at all. Oh. Please. <laughs> and, you're making, and you're making bombs? How's that going to help? In July, one of the men said the group should take Ms. Whitmer hostage and move her to a secure location in Wisconsin for a trial. None of you have a secure location. <laughs> for a trial? Uh. Members of the group surveilled her vacation home in August and September, and they indicated that they wanted to take her hostage before the election in November, according to the FBI complaint. But the only person who showed up was her husband violating all the state COVID laws to launch his boat. Yeah, (laughs) I remember that. The FBI said it believed that the men had planned to buy explosives this week for their attempt. Some of the information in the complaint came from an encrypted message intercepted by the FBI. This reminds well me so much of Antifa. You get into an ideological bubble and you feed each other these fevered versions of reality. And, and before long, you, you become unmoored from reality and you drift out onto the sea of your wackadoo fantasies. I often wonder with these groups, um, how many of them in the group are committed to doing the thing and how many of them are thinking, we're never going to actually do this. This is just talk. This is just what we do. We get together and drink beer and talk about 
kidnapping the governor and starting a new country and all this sort of stuff. We go out and shoot our guns in the woods, but we're never going to actually do anything. And how many of them are, you know, full on hell? Yeah, we're going to do it. And if like one of them starts to, how about this Friday? Wait a second. Wait a second. What are you talking about here? Well, I often wonder. And how do you determine which is which? I don't know. And there are often, uh, because I've been around people with lots of big plans that are never going to do any of them. Well, and I'm trying to think of the best movie and or literature portrayals of this so people can uh, relate to it. But there are almost always like some pretty simple minded folks who aren't great at making their own decisions, who get under the sway of the loud talking people and they go along, you know, with the plot and they end up in jail with the same. Sure clueless, confused look on their face that they had at the meetings, and it's sad. No, no, people get killed by idiots all the time, so I'm not saying they're not dangerous. Right. Or can't be dangerous. Right. In fact, I think probably most of the time people get killed by idiots. Complete freaking morons. I guess I'm picturing Tim Blake Nelson in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Or, uh, you know. I'm picturing the crowd, and uh, all my movie references are so old, but uh, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton in A Simple Plan... Just, you know, oh, how these idiots get off the favorites. rails so fast. <laughs> all-time favorite movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad well, they caught him before they did anything. You know, Lenny in Of Mice and Men, mm-hmm. a Lenny-type character, just wants friends, just wants to belong. You know, and we're going to kidnap the governor, and they don't have the mental capacity to understand what's going on. Anyway. Yeah, boy. Can we do sports talk? There's a market for that. <laughs> I like sports. Just politics has got me exhausted to my bones. Positive Sean and I were discussing this during the commercial break. I think part of it is that the uh, the election cycle is now 650 days long. The so-called elections. We had James Carville, who, who probably ought to be kidnapped by a militia, saying <laughs> oh, last night was the first uh, round of the 2024 debates. Oh, don't what? say that. What if we do a pledge, and I mean a serious one, like cut our fingers and mix blood? Wolf! Like a serious pledge. I don't want to do that. In the coronavirus era, that seems unsanitary. So, uh, that, so what's, like, the, what's the pledge? We'll, not, we'll get to the methodology that, later. <laughs> okay. That we won't talk about the next election until, and then we pick a date and we decide with our blood pledge yes. to stick to it. We are not going to talk about the next presidential election until blank. 2025. <laughs> <laughs> what if Joe Biden dies in office? Yeah. I suppose there'd have to be some caveats. Yeah, that's the problem. Some outs. I, I like your idea, though. If I were a better man, I would agree to it. <laughs> it's my own weakness that I, I just... So this and cookie dough are your weaknesses? I'm going back to drinking. <laughs> I like that weakness better. Oh, God dang it. You know, last night I'm sitting there watching the debate, sober, and I remembered my problems. <laughs> oh, that's not good. No. No, indeed. You got one of those problems creeping into the back of your consciousness? Right, exactly. You got to knock them back. Knock them back with booze. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I hope I'm on my way to a better place. <laughs> Because the world has got me down, man. Down. Uh, we'll finish strong, or we'll attempt to stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I mean, I don't think it's ever a good sign when a fly lands on your head for two minutes you know that's a 
that's a sign all through history of sin and historically, biblically, uh, maybe you wouldn't normally say this after uh, you wouldn't. It's only safe to say this, sorry, after midnight. But, you know, the, a fly, he who commands the fly has always been seen historically as the mark of the devil. Ah, okay. that's a good point. A fly landed on Vice President Pence's head during the debate last night. Right, but he clearly didn't want that fly, so he wasn't controlling it. Kamala Harris, the devil... <laughs> controlling the fly. Or was it Chairman Xi's Chinese drone? There are two main theories dealing with the fly. They, them are thems. Those are that. Devil or communists? <laughs> we'll let you decide. So we played this trailer for you for a TV show that's going to be coming out on Showtime about abolitionist John Brown. My name is John Brown, and I am here to defeat slavery. They say I am insane. John Brown weren't normal, but I was going to stick by the captain, same as he always stuck by me, crazy as he may be. I ain't never been shot at till I met you. Truth be told, I ain't seen a person murdered till I met you. I would stay off that subject entirely. So a lot of big stars in that, and uh, I don't know if you remember the history of John Brown from school or if you even learned it. I'm from Kansas, and he started his murderous raids into Kansas. As a bleeding Kansas was a a big point of history for me as a kid, so I don't know how much they teach it in the rest of the country. But anyway, um, I was thinking about him in this miniseries, reading about these idiots that got arrested in Michigan yeah, who are going to kidnap the governor right. and start a new this or that. These sort of crazy people have always been able to justify what they're doing. Now, John Brown was on the right side of history. Abolishing slavery was a good idea. Indeed. But you weren't going to do it the way he was doing it. No. By, you know, riding into various towns and, and murdering people um, or getting a slave revolt going or whatever else. And he was hung. Um, But these idiots up in Michigan think they're doing the right thing, too, that they're perfectly justified in anything they would do. Sure, and the usual means of achieving political change are either too slow or they're close to us or whatever, or our cause is so righteous we don't have to go yeah. that route, which is like the people burning down American cities coast sure. to coast. absolutely. John Brown thought we're not going to get rid of slavery by persuasion. You know, violence is the answer, and that's the way he went. Um, Got his that, neck stretched for if, it. If you allow that, even even though he was on the right side of the issue, if you allow that, then well, then obviously all bets are off civilization wise, because mm-hmm. everybody can justify uh, in their own mind how they're on the right side of thing. The governor of Michigan has overstepped her bounds. We, she needs to be kidnapped, and terrible things need to happen. Right, you nut jobs. I gotta figure out how to get Showtime. I don't think I have Showtime, or I might. I might have been paying for it for years. It's hard to say. Here's your host for uh, Final you, Thoughts, Joe Getty. You don't know who does. <laughs> Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. A single man for three days more. It's Michael in the control room. Michael. Yeah. Speaking of that, I gotta go get a new white T-shirt uh, from the tuxedo rental shop. I had the wrong size. Otherwise, I gotta wear a radio station T-shirt under my jacket. You know, today's hits, yesterday's favorites. <laughs> And we, found out, and we found out today this is the first time you've ever had a tux on in your entire life. Yeah, it's amazing. 
Very exciting. <laughs> Positive Sean, our producer, with a final thought. Yeah, I'll be uh, really looking forward to uh, watching that abolitionist uh, show. It is the, what is it called? The the Good Lord Bird is the name of the actual series. Uh, Confusing. Ethan playing the, uh, the, the title role there. Mm. Uh, Jack, final thought? Gotta find that dang gecko that escaped in my son's room before something bad happens to it. I, I don't know what to do. He's got to get thirsty at some point, right? Yes. So I feel like that's a better yeah. attack than food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unless he's already found a water source. I would, you know, definitely search very carefully anywhere that might be. Although your house is half torn up, right? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Good luck. Uh, my final thought, actually, uh, while we're talking about taking shortcuts around uh, our republic and the way things are supposed to change, I'm struck that a lot of people want judges not to say, well, um, the law says this, so you have to put up with it. Uh, they want judges to say, yeah, the law says that, but the law ought to be this. They really ought to have a different law. I'm going to say, because this is just, this is the law now. But judges don't get to do that. And uh, the more I read about Amy Coney Barrett's uh, legal philosophy, the more I admire it. She says, look, I don't get my preference. I just figure out what the law says and what the Constitution says. Fine woman. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have the uh, Armstrong and Getty censorship and power uh, segment with Matt Taibbi, praised by the great Tim Sandifer. The Great Barrington Declaration. Have you read this? If you haven't, go to armstrongandgetty.com. See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I I did not say that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. (laughs) That's sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. And we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing i'm speaking come on now (laughs) armstrong and getty are you still searching for your perfect place to call home well now is the time to buy at fisher homes if you're looking to move in before the end of 2024 may could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end if you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.